This is where Montana talks. Montana talks with Aaron Flint. Oh, I see Jill Biden. This is where you got to use your uh, your fake British accent, and, and you know you're going to screw it up. It's probably going to sound Scottish or Australian, but you think you're doing a British accent, so it's 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 fine. We're in America; we don't care anyway. Uh, you, you have to when you read this Washington Post headline here. Uh, you have to try to use what sounds like a British accent. Jill Biden embarks on Africa trip to Namibia and Kenya. Oh, this must be nice. Nice little trip to Namibia and Kenya. Uh, you know, Jill Biden's traveling the world, you know, so she's got a whole team of people uh, to take care of old Joe, make sure he's getting his meds and make sure some other things are taken care of so she can go off and travel the world all on the taxpayer dime. Yeah, no major, major problems going on in America. No reason, you know, to go visit with uh, people that are coughing up blood in East Palestine, Ohio. You know, uh, no, no, no. I've got to go to Africa. I watched uh, The Crown on Netflix and I want to look like a queen too. So I'm going to Namibia and Kenya. I just hope, uh, you know, is Jill Biden going to run into any breakfast burritos on the trip, or, or is she going to come up with some offensive term uh, that she's going to use to describe our friends in Africa? But please, uh, Jill Biden, please just do not offend the Maasai people. If you, you know, in Kenya or or Tanzania, if you happen to, you know, stray across the border, you probably won't because over there borders actually matter, unlike what your husband is doing to this country. But if you do, please do not offend the Maasai people because uh, they're they're very good people. And in fact, uh, uh, I don't know if you if you guys know this, but uh, a piece of 9/11 history after the 9/11 terror attacks. Uh, against our country. So the Maasai people, they're uh, like a nomadic uh, a tribe in, in Africa, and, and they're cattle herders. Uh, they're cattle herders. And so, uh, and so anyway, uh, but they, they donated some of their prized cattle to the United States of America as a gift following the 9-11 terror attacks. And you know, I know from a Montana standpoint with our, our rancher friends, that's, uh, I, I just think it, you know, that's a story we, we should talk about uh, on the next 9-11 anniversary. And so just uh, making that point on a serious note. So I, I hope Joe Biden doesn't offend any of them, like when she went down to San Antonio and talked about the rich culture of the, the Hispanic community down in, in San Antonio and the breakfast burritos, she called the Hispanic Hispanic people breakfast burritos on there. Speaking of trips to Africa, unfortunately, unfortunately, EPA Administrator Michael Regan, uh, he had a really nice taxpayer-funded vacation planned as well. Uh, he was supposed to go to Africa with celebrities. How, uh, poor guy, right? Oh, for Pete's sake, he's got this big vacation plan. The taxpayers are paying for it. He gets to hang out with Idris Elba and Sabrina Elba. He gets to hang out with a celebrity couple and tour Africa, and he gets to do it all on your paycheck. He gets to do it all in taxpayer dime. But unfortunately, he had to quietly cancel that trip, and they made him go drink the water in East Palestine, Ohio, instead. Here is your Montana news. A 15-year-old boy in Great Falls is recovering from surgery after being shot by a 14-year-old. 
Color 8 reports that the incident occurred just before 8 Tuesday morning, only blocks away from Great Falls High School. Two other teens, 15 and 16, had fled the area towards the high school, but were located by police in separate residences. Questioning these youths led police to the third suspect, age 14. Both the high school and Longfellow Elementary sheltered in place until the arrest was made. This assault was not random, stemming from continuing disagreements. The youngest of the... And headlights! <laughs> They've got lots of headlights! Get the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors, let's ride! It's not too early to talk to your child about drinking. For tips on what to say, visit underagedrinking.samsa.com. Thompsonpools.com. Remember, if it isn't a Thompson pool, it ain't worth a dip. Thompson Pools. Serving the great state of Montana, from the peaks of the Beartooth to the banks of the Clark Fork River. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. You know, I wonder, Travis, should we not even say anything more for the rest of the morning about the uh, about the news about liberal Senator John Tester? Should we just not share that news with anybody and then just wait for the phone calls? Uh, just wait for the phone calls for people to call and say, hey, hey, did you guys hear? Uh, yeah, John, that, that liberal Senator John Tester, yeah, old Tehran John, yeah, yeah, apparently he's running for re-election. Uh, that, that news broke this morning. Did you guys hear about that? And that's when we'll find all of the people that do not have the Montana Talks app on their phone or uh, or aren't uh, crazy enough to, to wake up uh, you know, and, and be on the air with us at 6 o'clock in the morning like, like some of the rest of us here. Let's just not say a word about it. We, we broke the, the news in the 6 o'clock hour of the show. Already got a story on our Montana Talks website here that Liberal Senator John Tester says he is running for re-election. I'll bet if we didn't say another peep about that for the rest of the morning, we'd get a bunch of people calling in. Hey, did you guys hear about this news? Yeah, I saw it on foxnews.com earlier this morning. Yeah, yeah, yep, 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 got it. Uh, but no, I do want to hear your reactions. Hey, if you want to react to this news, or if you got something else you want to talk about other than uh, liberal Senator John Tester, who's filled with more hot air than a China spy balloon, you can give us a ring, 406-294-0970. Uh, lot, lots of stories to talk about here this this morning. Um, when it comes to test, ah, I'll get to that point here in just a second. Um, I do want to go back. Uh, you know, I was uh, talking about this story where the Environmental Protection Agency administrator. So this is the guy who's supposed to be protecting the environment in America. He was going to be doing a trip to Africa with a celebrity couple, Idris and Sabrina Elba. And uh, he was supposed to go on this uh, celebrity cruise to Africa, taxpayer-funded trip. But now, because uh, because they've been getting absolutely hammered for the fact that for, for weeks, the EPA administrator was not showing up in East Palestine, Ohio, uh, where there's an actual environmental uh, disaster underway. Instead, he wanted to go on some fantasy island cruise to Africa with celebrities talking about climate change. So they talk about this, you know, theoretical challenge to the environment when they have an actual on the ground environmental challenge underway in Palestine, Ohio. But unfortunately, the criticism has now piled up uh, for weeks. So the EPA administrator has finally been forced to show up in East Palestine, Ohio. And so unfortunately, he sadly had to cancel the trip. 
the celebrity cruise to Africa that was going to be paid for by you and me. The DailyWire.com has that story. And then, uh, but Jill Biden, she gets to, she still gets to do her celebrity cruise in Africa. She still gets the taxpayer funded travel. She deserves it after all. She deserves a taxpayer funded travel trip uh, right now. Uh, the Washington Post reporting that she's embarking on her trip to Namibia and Kenya. All right, so back to this news about liberal. Senator John Tester announcing that he's running for re-election. Our friend Paul Mushaben down the hall said, oh, yeah, Tehran John, here we go, here we go. And then I, one thing I didn't add in the 6 o'clock hour is, is Paul shouted down the hall to me. He said, he said, maybe I should announce that I'm running now, too. And I said, hey, that's actually a really good idea. Uh, so I, I shared this news on Twitter earlier this morning and getting, uh, getting uh, great reactions from some of our listeners, some of our friends on Twitter. Uh, not only in the open thread, but uh, getting some getting some some good messages as well here. So now, obviously, it's an easier victory if the if if John Tester did not decide to run for re-election and just said he was going to retire or go take uh, take some cabinet job. I mean, let's be honest, Tester would be better than Pete Buttigieg and some of these other uh, clowns in the cabinet right now, uh, but. But he says he's running for re-election, and so now he's pretending to be moderate. He's pretending to talk tough on China. And so it definitely makes it uh, more of a challenge for Republicans to pick up that seat because you know he's got the power of incumbency. There's enough gullible people in Montana who see his BS phony talking points and actually buy it. And they actually think, oh, well, he's moderate. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's – He's giving the old tester two-step once again, and some of you folks are gullible enough uh, to fall for it here. He cares about veterans. Oh, really? If he cared about veterans, then thousands of our military troops would not have been kicked out of the military under his watch. Then DAV volunteer drivers that volunteer to drive people to their uh, VA health care appointments would not have been kicked to the curb. There's, then, then VA healthcare would not be getting worse while John Tester and Joe Biden are in charge. But that's exactly what's happening. So, if he cared about the veterans, none of those things that I just mentioned would be happening right here. But you got some gullible people out there who who will still fall for it and prop up this phony uh, phony BS and garbage. But I like the response I got from from one Republican. One Republican told me this about Tester running for re, for reelection. I'd rather have the satisfaction of beating him. We will be able to add his head to the collection of Montana Democrat trophies on the wall. I really like I really like that response, especially given the fact that today is the real President's Day. Today is President George Washington's birthday. I know people celebrated President's Day. Or maybe this year you were like, you know, maybe this year we won't celebrate President's Day. Maybe President's Day is a day of mourning uh, this year. But that uh, today is the real President's Day because it is George Washington, our first president's birthday. And uh, this was the quote I was I was trying to recall yesterday. Uh, Steve Moore shared this in his Unleashed Prosperity hotline. Uh, here's a quote from Thomas Paine that George Washington read to his troops before crossing the Delaware. Tyranny, like hell, is not easily conquered. Yet we have this consolation with us, that the harder the conflict, the more glorious the truth.
the Metro Park Expo Center in Billings. Travel trailer offer requires financing with the Brett's RP approved vendor. 180 months at 8.26% financing on the first credit. This is where Montana talks ag with Lane Nordland. Since the highs of 2021, freight prices have dropped to lows not seen since June 2020, according to a recent analysis by the U.S. Wheat Associates. Coupled with a recent break in wheat prices, decreased ocean freight costs have helped turn the tides back in the importer's favor. The Baltic Index price chart of dry bulk freight rates shows the impact on rates from the Russian invasion of Ukraine as well. On February 6th, that index hit 621, a level not seen since June 2020. The index had fallen 88% from its peak in October 2021. In recent years, dry bulk freight and Chinese economic growth have become interconnected. Vessel supply and demand, port congestion, oil prices, and the ongoing supply chain disruptions will continue to impact the market as economies normalize post-COVID, the report notes. However, China remains in the driver's seat of global freight, according to the U.S. Wheat Associates. But the resilience of the Chinese economy will be put to the test as economic activity increases as they lift some COVID measures. And yesterday at Mile City Livestock Commission, the bred cow market saw prices for two- to four-year-old cows anywhere from 2025 up to $2,100. Five- to eight-year-old bred cows seen an average price of $1,650 up to $1,850. I'm Lane Nordland. Broadcasting live across the great state of Montana, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Look, at some point, you have got to ask the honest question here. If there are operatives inside of the Biden administration that are deliberately undermining our U.S. military. I mean, look, look at what I mean, even putting aside the covid vaccine mandate that harmed our military. Let's even just put that one aside for a moment. You know, Joe Biden kicking thousands of troops to the curb, punishing uh, others, trying to force this jab on. Them. Let's just put that aside for a moment here and and let's go back to the the Biden, uh, the Obama Biden administration. Any of you who held a a security clearance in the past, what, 20 plus years, let's say if you were somebody who joined the military after 9-11 and, and you had a position that required a security clearance and you obtained a security clearance, you went through a background investigation in order to get and to maintain that security clearance, all of your personal confidential information your PPI is the uh, the acronym they would use for it, right? An official government speak was compromised, ended up in the hands of the communist Chinese. That happened under the Obama Biden administration. Uh, and now a lot of people have been asking the question about uh, being compromised and the communist Chinese a lot of late. But here is the latest news. Uh, in fact, this was a topic. If if John Jackson's listening to the show right now, he joined us uh, not just in the eight o'clock hour yesterday, but also in the nine o'clock hour as well. This was a topic uh, we were going to cover. But man, you know, you start taking phone calls, you go in 15 different directions. We never got to this story. Uh, but apparently there was a massive exposure of internal U.S. military emails. Uh, this is a Sean Langill 
uh, who's with Fox News Radio out of Washington, who has this report for us. An extraordinary leak of sensitive but unclassified government data included emails and personal data pertaining to U.S. Special Operations Command. A DOD server was left exposed for two weeks in total. About three terabytes worth of data had been accessible. A senior U.S. defense official confirmed the breach of the exposed server to Fox News. The leak, which now has been fixed, was found by a cybersecurity researcher and first reported by the news outlet TechCrunch, who alerted the Pentagon Sunday. A spokesperson for U.S. Special Command tells the outlet that they can confirm that no one hacked into any of their information systems. In Washington, Sean Langell, Fox News. Yeah, server just left uh, unprotected. Server just left exposed. Uh, but, you, you know, this is part of really what, it, what we see is a broader trend of concerning developments, which is, you know, uh, the world is getting less safe. The world is becoming more dangerous as a result of this weak foreign policy team that's in charge in Washington, D.C. right now. And yet they are continuing to further weaken our own United States military. Now, say what you want about aid going to Ukraine. Why do we have billions and billions of dollars to be giving to another country when we are weakening our own military? We are depleting our own munitions and our own stockpiles that might be needed if things get hot with, say, another major world superpower. Uh, in fact, there was another uh, there was a story here, uh, another story from Fox News Radio. And I apologize if this one ends up being double tapped in the next Fox News update, but it ties into this uh, conversation right now. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, we've got a report here from Fox News. Uh, Joe Biden still in Poland today. Uh, he has talks with NATO leadership and countries on the eastern flank of the alliance. But listen to how Jonathan Savage wraps up this report. The leaders, President Joe Biden, is meeting represent countries either allied to Moscow during the Cold War or part of the USSR itself. History and geography mean the so-called Bucharest Nine nations feel particularly exposed. The White House says President Biden will reaffirm U.S. support for all NATO members. His other big meeting is with NATO Secretary General Jens Stoltenberg. Stoltenberg saying on Tuesday the world is more dangerous now Russia has suspended the START nuclear treaty shared with the United States. Jonathan Savage, Fox News. Who was that who said the world is more dangerous? Who was that, uh, Mr. Savage, uh, that said that the world... Let me just go... Let me see if I queued it up in the right spot. I want to hear that one one more time. Suspended the START nuclear... Uh, let's see. Yeah, sorry, I didn't queue it up in the right. I'll check it out during the next break here. But yeah, I think it was a NATO leader, right, who said that the world is more dangerous now. This is it. Look, uh, again, we had some guy call in yesterday in the nine o'clock hour of the show. And and he he uh, he was complaining because uh, somebody called in and was talking about this South Park episode, you know, this comedy uh, show, uh, this South Park ec episode. And, you know, that was from 2005 that was highlighting the, just the absurdity of this radical transgender agenda that we are now seeing fully embraced by the Democrat Party of today. And so so then this Democrat caller calls in and, oh, well, Trump this and Trump that. And uh, Trump tweets basically is what the guy was clutching his pearls over. And it's like, OK, the world is more dangerous today. We're on the brink of World War Three with two major powers here. China, a much greater threat than Russia. And, and you're still complaining about Donald Trump tweets? 
We got still uh, massively high gas prices, food prices, massively high crime, but you're still complaining about Trump tweets. Uh, unbelievable. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. Two days before the anniversary of Russia's invasion of Ukraine, President Biden meets in Warsaw, Poland, with the leaders of the Bucharest Nine, Eastern European allies close to Russia. You're on the front lines of our collective defense, and you know better than anyone what's at stake in this conflict, not just for Ukraine, but for the freedom of democracies throughout Europe and around the world. Russian President Vladimir Putin held a rally today at a stadium in, a stadium in Moscow in support of troops fighting in Ukraine. Democrat Jennifer McClellan wins a special election in Virginia to fill the House seat open since Democrat Don McEachin's death in November. We will make this Commonwealth and this country a better place for everyone. She's the first black woman elected to Congress in Virginia, beating Republican Leon Benjamin. He's a pastor and a Navy veteran. The balance of power in the House now, 222 Republicans, 213 Democrats. America's listening to Fox News. I don't know if you guys could hear me if, if my turned off microphone was bleeding through the airwaves there. Uh, when Joe Biden uh, was giving those remarks here, you guys know better than the rest of us the threat because it's right here in your own backyard. I'm sorry, but I got to throw the BS card on this one. Do they? Do they really? Because if they did, they would be funding a greater share of this. I'm sorry. This is this is something else. You know, if Joe Biden actually cared about Ukraine and wasn't just bleeding our country dry and and, and bleeding out Ukraine at the same time, if he actually cared about uh, Ukraine and and the good people on the ground in Ukraine that are being slaughtered, he would be demanding that these European nations contribute more, that they put more of their own treasure into this fight. You know more than the rest of us about. The oh, do they? Then why aren't you asking them to pick up a greater share of the tab here, as you bankrupt America and you and you and you make us more vulnerable and you weaken our country? Uh, anyway, that that was my rant after that news update. What's yours? Or you got something else you want to talk about? Give us a ring four zero six two nine four zero nine seventy. We've got Carrie in Billings on the phone lines. Uh, apparently, there's some uh, some elections meeting uh, coming up soon. Carrie, thanks for the call. Hi. Yeah, thank you. Um, just a real quick note on um, John Tester. I just wanted to say, as far as him running, he's he's as big of an embarrassment as Joe Biden is to this country. I'm not ever believing that this is who Montana wants John Tester. Yeah, anyway, I, I agree. Um, he's been an embarrassment to this state, that's for sure, uh, in particular. Yeah, I believe that wholeheartedly. Um, and then there is a a county commissioner's meeting on Monday, February 27th um, at 2 p.m. at 316 North 26th Street, and that's room 3101. Um, we'd love it if Montanans would get involved and come look at the um, election and the process and see what we need to do to get our voter rolls cleaned out and how we want to move forward changing our election process. Oh, it's, so, this is, kind of, so is this kind of a, is this kind of a routine meeting then? Uh, so kind of focused you on know, training session, et cetera? No, it's a response meeting, I believe, from oh, sometime in, in December. And John Oslin wants to revisit it because he's had so many people, um, you know, 
ask how we can get more involved and what we can do to streamline and make our election process um, better. Oh, that's great. We want to get rid of the ES and S machines. What, and yeah, do, what, what can know, we do to make ballots. improvements? What can we do to, to fix any errors? How do we make sure we don't uh, get the zuck bucks in the elections again? No, that sounds great. Uh, that's a big part of it. We're talking about the zucker bucks and we're talking about the machines. Hold, hold that thought if you can. We've got a hard break here, but I'll come back to you uh, after this. This is where Montana talks. You're listening to Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Yeah, we'll get back to Carrie in Billings here in just a second. And the phone lines are open for you, 406-294-0970. But, uh, yeah, you heard right. As Carrie mentioned, liberal Senator John Tester announcing that he is running for re-election in 2024. This race already expected to be one of the top targets for national Republicans in a state that has turned solid red here in recent years. Uh, Tester's campaign tweeted out at 5.35 a.m. this morning. It's official. I'm running for re-election. And when I first saw the news this morning on Twitter, I said this. This explains why he is now pretending to be moderate again and pretending to be tough on China. Liberal Senator John Tester is running for re-election, so he has to pretend to be moderate. He has to pretend to care about Montana values now uh, through the election season. Nicole in Columbus uh, also gave us an immediate reaction via Twitter this morning as well. She said, Tester sounds like a broken record, constantly repeating the same rhetoric, except he doesn't stand for agriculture. He doesn't stand for Montana. He doesn't stand for the U.S. He stands for Washington, China, and Ukraine. Uh, More reactions on our Montana Talks website, including uh, uh, a quick response from the National Republican Senatorial Campaign Committee as well. Uh, Back to it here with Carrie in Billings. Uh, Carrie, yeah, you were talking about how Yellowstone County is having a... uh, you know, basically just kind of a uh, a meeting uh, focused on election integrity, election security. Hey, what can we do to improve things, et cetera? That's great. I hadn't heard about that meeting yet. When is that meeting taking place again? Yeah, that's our county commissioner's meeting, and that is Monday, February 27th at 2 p.m. at 316 North 26th Street, room 301, Billings. So... Um, we'd love it if um, anybody close, anybody wanting to be involved, anybody wanting to learn more could show up and participate. Um, there'll be a lot of discussion concerning, you know, our election process and where the Zuckerbuck money went and if we should ever take it again. Um, we need to clean up our voter rolls. We're talking about going back to paper ballots and uh, valid ID and checking signatures. All of this needs to take place because what I've read, and I, I don't know if this number is right. I'm going to have to double check it. But I read this yesterday that there were 400,000 possible invalid votes in the state of Montana because they because they couldn't match addresses, they couldn't match signatures, they couldn't match IDs. Um, 
or addresses. I mean, that is yeah. I, I forget what the actual. I forget what the number was. Now, critics of that number would say, "Well, that was based off of random sampling. It wasn't an actual number based on actual figures. It was based off of random sampling in in random counties, something of that effect." But yeah, when but uh, e- either way, you know, you can uh, folks can go read the Montana Election Integrity uh, uh, Project's report yes. where where, the, where they yep. they published their reasoning, their factors. Behind. Did you see this this video out of Carbon County? in the Carbon County Elections Office. Uh, uh, Yeah, apparently now the state is actually investigating what happened here. Uh, I think think we first, I think some of our listeners first shared this video. God, it was probably, I think it might have gotten buried during the holidays, uh, I think when when the the video first came out. But basically, Mm -hmm. David Jay had a a good report for KTVQ television. An investigation is underway in Carbon County into allegations of possible Possible ballot shredding on election light, uh, night last November started with a complaint from a poll watcher. Uh, the poll worker says mm-hmm. he witnessed the shredding of election material on county surveillance video. But anyway, the, the local police have now asked for the state, I believe, DCI uh, to investigate here. Uh, it, it looks like county officials or you know, the county attorney provided a statement saying saying that uh, that ballots were not shredded, uh, that instead it was. It was the, uh, the 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 ballot copies that were received via email from the uh, uniformed and overseas citizens absentee voting act. But either way, I, I think it's good that that people are closely watching this process uh, to make sure that things are on the up and up, and that and that hey, if, if improvements and where improvements need to be made, that that those are happening. Uh, that this is why we are supposed to have a public and transparent process when it comes to elections, and 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 so. You know they're going to investigate this. They're going to look into it, and uh, but I, I think it's good that, that citizens are keeping a close eye on this stuff. Exactly. But when you when you read that article concerning the ballots being shredded in Red Lodge, common sense only says if you have to uh, read an email and then fill out a ballot for them, that you should take that email, match it with the ballot that they filled out, and save it. That is the same thing that you know, that we need to do with saving every other ballot. So why would you shred them? Yeah. You know, was there personal information on there? You know, just like how, you know, because it was an electronic vote from people overseas. I, I don't know. But either way, this is this is exactly why there needs to be a public and transparent process. And and people shouldn't be afraid of, of the public asking those questions. That's why I think it's great. Like going back to your call, the fact that uh, Yellowstone County Commissioner John Oslin is, is planning this uh, public meeting to look at the elections process. That's great. That's exactly what needs to be taking place here for for our, our friends on the left. Who, who clutch their pearls and and shudder? I mean, they're like vampires in the sunlight. <sighs> Whenever the concept of election integrity comes up, and it's like, guys, this is part of our process. And and if you're so confident that the elections are are run so perfectly, then you should welcome any sort of audit. You should not be, uh, you know, like vampires in the daylight. <sighs> anytime the topic of election integrity comes up. All right, Carrie, thanks for the call. Great to hear from you. Uh, 406-294-0970 is the number if you want to jump in on the conversation uh, here as well. Got a message on our Montana Talks app here. 
Uh, this one came in last night uh, from uh, James in Shepherd, and uh, this is a really good question that James raises here. So, so yesterday on the show we were talking with John Jackson. Uh, he he joined us not just for the eight o'clock hour, but he stuck around for the nine o'clock hour as well. And I, I played the air raid siren audio, and we were pointing out how just how fake all this coverage was. Uh, they were deliberately trying to to make Joe Biden look tough with his risky visit to Ukraine. And I made the point Monday morning. I said, look, was this really a risky trip for for Joe Biden to go to Ukraine? Uh, I mean. Uh, America's adversaries are running the table right now in the face of this weak administration. If if you are a competitor or an enemy of America, do you want to see Donald Trump back in power? Hell to the naw, right? Do you want to see Ron DeSantis in the White House if you are a competitor or an enemy of America? Again, hell to the naw. You're more than happy to have Joe Biden and Kamala Harris in charge of the United States of America right now if you are an enemy or a competitor of America because it's outright weakness. They're opening up our borders. They're, they're, you know, they're overseeing massive crime increases, food prices. How many food, uh, ma- food manufacturing facilities have been taken out in the meantime, by the way? Look at the train wrecks that are going on all across this country. Look at the train wrecks all over the world as a result of this, this, this weak administration. And so I was making the point that this was not a risky trip for Joe Biden. The enemies of America want to keep him in place. They don't want a Donald Trump or a Ron DeSantis in there. And and then we were we were pointing out how the air raid sirens. I played the audio of the CNN reporter who 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 pointed out that yeah, we weren't hearing any of these uh, air raid sirens, but the moment that that Joe Biden and Vladimir Zelensky walk out of that building, boom, the air raid sirens go off. This was the point that James and Shepard made. Okay. Why, during Biden's trip to Ukraine, did the sirens go off and not one person, not Secret Service, not Joe Biden, nobody flinched or acted concern? James says this, they planned the siren, they knew there wouldn't be an attack with certainty. Uh, he makes a good point, doesn't he? I mean, if there hadn't, hadn't been sirens for days and weeks or several days, and then all of a sudden they walk out in perfectly timed, whoop, whoop, the sirens go off, somebody would have flinched. Somebody would have at least acted concerned, right? 294-0970, the number for you. Hey, I'll tell you what, if you've got uh, a challenge facing you and uh, you're concerned that you don't have somebody who's going to st- step up and fight for you, let me tell you what, you've got an advocate on the ground here in Montana right now. Uh, so w- what? no matter what your legal issue might be, uh, I'm talking personal injury cases, car accidents, the bad roads today, somebody slams into you. You're not going to want to deal with all those collection phone calls and more. You're going to want an advocate who can step up on your behalf. I'm talking about lawyers, local attorneys right here in Montana who will who will do free consultations, who will give you honest representation. Uh, go to MontanaAdvocates.com, MontanaAdvocates.com. And you can find an advocate who can get all those collection calls, everything out of the way for you. MontanaAdvocates.com. Fox News Commentary. The laziness epidemic is still sweeping the nation, but women are making up for it. I'm Tommy Laren. More next. 
Stay on top of the latest forecast with America's weather team in the palm of your hands. Here's the latest from America's Weather Center. It's Fox weather updates throughout your busy day, every day. Five inches of rain by tomorrow. Temperatures being 30 degrees above average. Put the power of over 100 meteorologists and the worldwide resources of Fox in your hands with the Fox Weather Podcast. Precise, personal, powerful. Subscribe and listen now at foxnewspodcasts.com. A couple weeks ago, I told you about the NILFs, the 7.2 million men in prime working age not in the labor force. Well, guess which gender is making up for it? Women, of course. Labor force participation among women between 25 and 54 has made virtually a full recovery post-pandemic. Nearly 77% of women in that age group are either working or actively seeking work. I'm no feminist, but this is a trend worth looking at. Females suffer with pandemic job loss much more than men. 18% of the total female population lost their jobs in the height of the COVID shenanigans. But why are women coming back? Back to the workforce more forcefully than men? Is this an economic or a cultural thing? Men still represent much of the workforce, but they aren't signing up to do the dirty and dangerous jobs like they used to. Work ethic is lacking among far too many Americans. Our workforce is still not where it was pre-pandemic and COVID is over, so no more excuses. I'm Tommy Laren, and you can watch my show, Tommy Laren is fearless at Outkick.com. Here's a look at your real weather for Billings and Bozeman. As some light snow and blowing snow continues across the area for today, we'll see high temperatures uh, staying from around zero uh, across the region. With snow accumulation staying less than an inch across the Bozeman area, snow accumulations around two inches for the Billings vicinity as well. Headed into tonight, still seeing some snow showers and accumulation staying less than an inch across the area. Low temperatures will range from about 15 below zero in Bozeman to about 11 below zero in the Billings area. The outlook for Thursday does call for lingering clouds, some breaks of sunshine, high temperatures at around two above across the region, and still looking at some quiet cold weather for Thursday night with partly cloudy skies, lows in the low to mid teens. Broadcasting from the Grizzly Gold and Silver Studios, trusted by the Northwest, Montana owned. Online at grizzlygoldandsilver.com. Serving the great state of Montana, from the peaks of the Beartooth to the banks of the Clark Fork River. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right, let's now turn and take a look at what's going on in the state capitol in Helena, Montana, with the uh, Montana legislative session. It's a fast-moving 90 days. Hard to stay on top of everything that's happening at the legislature. Thankfully, we've got Jeff Lasloffy from the Montana Family Foundation keeping a close eye on things. Here's his latest uh, legislative update for us. Time now for a legislative update brought to you by the Montana Family Foundation. Here's President of the Montana Family Foundation and former Speaker Pro Tem of the Montana House of Representatives, Jeff Laszlofi. When it comes to the legislature, one of the most important duties of the Montana Family Foundation Government Affairs Team is to watch for what we'll politely call legislative sleight of hand. Bills that purport to do one thing but actually do another, or bad bills with hidden language that actually negates or strikes good public policy, and bills that secretly implement bad public policy. Yesterday, we found a bill that does all of that and more. The bill is House Bill 570, introduced by Representative Marilyn Marler of Missoula. It's a seemingly simple one-page bill with far-reaching consequences. So, what's wrong with it, you ask? Our first clue is in the title. The short title of the bill is, Provide Civil Penalty for Interfering with Abortion Access. All right, we get it. This is a bill that we'll oppose because we're pro-life and the sponsors are pro-abortion. But as we read the bill, it suddenly dawned on us. 
this. This is the first abortion-related bill I've seen in 25 years that fails to mention abortion anywhere in the bill. Instead, it talks about interfering with an individual's ability to obtain reproductive or endocrine health care. By this time, alarm bells are going off in our heads. The word endocrine never exists in abortion bills, but it's common in gender transition bills because they deal with puberty blockers and cross-sex hormones. Then it dawned on us, this bill has little to do with abortion and a lot to do with criminalizing the contents of Senate Bill 99. You'll recall that that bill bans gender transformation procedures on minors. The kicker comes when we looked in the definition section of the bill and saw that reproductive or endocrine health care means all medical, surgical, counseling, and referral services related to the human reproductive system or endocrine system, including, but not limited to, pregnancy, contraception, and the termination of a pregnancy. The key phrase there is including, but not limited to. That throws this bill wide open to medical procedures that have nothing whatsoever to do with abortion. Then we notice the final sly move in the last sentence of the bill. The codification instructions say that the bill language is to be codified as an integral part of Title 27 of the Montana Code, which is the section of code dealing with civil fines and remedies. But why not place the language in Title 50, the section of code dealing with abortion? The reason is that placing the language in Title 27 greatly expands the reach of the bill into areas that have nothing to do with abortion. In short, this is a much larger bill than its one-page or short title would suggest. If passed, it would create a cause of action so that minors could sue their parents if the parents in any way tried to stop them from undergoing gender transition procedures. And because of the reference to counseling and referral services, it would actually criminalize the activities of pro-life pregnancy resource centers. All that said, let's be clear, there is absolutely no chance whatsoever that this bill will pass. In fact, there's a 99.99% chance it'll be killed in its first hearing. We don't want to raise alarms unnecessarily, but what we do want to do is to show our listeners how the game is played. This is a rather crude and unsophisticated attempt to pass bad policy, but there are other bills out there that are much less crude and much more dangerous, and it's our job to root them out. For the Montana Family Foundation, this is Jeff Lasloffy reminding you that this government is your government, and your input does make a difference. Contact the Montana Family Foundation at 406-628-1141 or on the web at montanafamily.org. All right, and thanks to Jeff for that report. Yeah, spring break right around the corner, and I'm not just talking about our legislators. They've got their uh, their transmittal uh, deadline quickly approaching, so it'll, that'll be kind of their spring break for the legislators. But what about you? Uh, what are you planning uh, for spring break? Are you planning a trip? Hey, uh, you know, we often think about diet programs uh, for, you know, spring break trips and just looking better. Uh, but I think we all get it now, especially after the nonsense over the last three years, that, that losing weight isn't just about looking great for a spring break trip. It's not just about sw- uh, fitting into that swimsuit or those golf pants. It's about being around for your kids and your grandkids. So much of, of health is connected to weight and obesity. If you're somebody who wants to lose the weight, who wants to make a change to your lifestyle, go to the program that works. Billingslastdiet.com or call them right now, 294 6751. 